So, I fucking hate YouTube. There's, like, I want a competitor to YouTube so badly because YouTube has done everything it can to be as terrible a platform as possible. I can't install Adblock on my iPad for whatever reason. Like, it doesn't work with the YouTube app, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've had to experience what ads are like on the YouTube nowadays. And it's like, what the fuck? We have two pre-roll ads. I was watching a 10-minute video yesterday and there was a mid-roll ad at the five-minute mark. And then they have like two ads at the end. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I had to watch like a 15 second ad for a 1 minute video. Like this is this is getting ridiculous. Oh, no, this is cross ridiculous. We are we are in full blown like this platform does not want to exist anymore. Uh You know, like what is like I mean, at least it's not stadium stadium ads at least or is it? I uh, no, not anymore. Google has run out of money. They've stopped. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Stadia was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I realized something. Since they announced YouTube Premium for Malaysia, the ads have been getting worse. So they no, want us to pay. Oh, yeah, that's definitely it. Because also, every time I open YouTube, I always get a, you should get YouTube Premium because then you can use, you can listen to music in your browser. Like, you can listen to music even when the app's closed. I'm like, what the fuck? If you have the capacity to do this, then, it, like, you know, why the fuck do, are you, like, giving me a worse experience? Do you know, they, they even made it so... Because I use my iPad as a computer, right? Because I'm fucking poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I have to... So sometimes I work, I'll open like Firefox and I'll have YouTube open in one tab while, while I do my work in another tab. And at one point, they figured out how to make sure YouTube wouldn't play even if I alt-tabbed. And this is Whoa. like... Yeah, it's a... Uh, goddamn, like... YouTube is really desperate for money, especially after all the, all the copper shit. Where a bunch of their videos can no longer be monetized. Big, big old sad. But yeah, thank you for reminding me about the Stadia ads. I'm so glad those are gone. <laughs> uh, the Stadia check has finally bounced. The Stadia check has finally bounced. What's, what ads am I getting? Uh, the most common one I get is for like U- local UK banks. Zoopla, that's another one. Like some property housing shit. Basically, my cookies are like all all over the place right now. They're uh, to I stay here forever. That, that's what they're doing. They're asking you to stay here forever. Yeah, they Never they even told game. me they even told me about like new gacha shit. Uh, have you heard of the game called Arknights? Oh yeah, I've heard of that before. Yeah, I keep Can getting I? ads for it. It looks it looks okay. I just don't have room for another gacha game in my life right now. I mean, it's just anime as called. Finally, I can it's, see that. Oh, it's like XCOM, is it? Hmm. Finally. I feel like... About XCOM. I feel like as a gacha game, that wouldn't work. Because I think gacha games have to be passive enough that I can just leave them running. Because gameplay isn't important in a gacha game, right? Sorry, Mike, you're saying something? Is it more anime XCOM? 
or Fire Emblem? Uh, I mean, because there is they have like guns. this. They have guns, yeah. This does it like, have um, cover mechanics? Ada, yes. Um, RNG aim. Yes. Anime comedies. Tak, the only thing they don't have, I think, it's uh, pemuda, tu je. Oh, can you imagine using your SFR? Oh God. That would be so. That would be so funny. You spend three hundred bucks, like buying your SSR, and then suddenly she dies. Unless you pay for insurance. Oh, you pay. You pay to clone her. Premium accounts include insurance, so you don't get to permodify your characters. No. No, no, it's limited insurance. You get five free clones. The, the six is uh, you have to pay sixty dollars. No, the first one's yeah, free. Yeah, then... <laughs> Remember, the first one's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the characters. Like the art style is nice, but I haven't seen a warm bait yet. So, I'm sorry, ads. I do enjoy the Arknight ads more than some of the other shit. Like, uh. AFK Arena ads, those are those are really bad. <laughs> Man, I have been like taking a break from Gacha recently. Like I haven't touched Food Fancy in forever because that game is a walking dumpster fire. Where they keep releasing characters without voices. And it's just like what's the point anymore? And Review Starlight has also like they're doing a lot of redo events. Like, they're doing a redo of events from last year, and I'm like, I've already gotten all all the stuff I want from this event, so I'm, I'm using this as a break to not have to play shit. But yeah, man. Being on mobile has made me realize, like, how much capitalism is killing the internet. It's essentially what I'm saying. Because it I... Isn't bad. Literally any website I open up, hey, you need to accept our cookies policy. I'm like, How, what if I don't? Nope, get out of here. You have to accept our cookies policy to, to use this website. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. And then I keep getting like ads for weird shit like retainers. And I'm just like, I don't want to buy retainers off the internet, actually. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer it when my retainers are made by actual like professionals. Ooh, I see a maid girl. I'm on I'm on the Arknights website right now, by the way. I see what appears to be a maid girl. That's wow. pretty great. Uh I think the best girl is well, I know it's like a bunny girl? Something like that. I did see a bunny girl, yes. Yeah, that's the best girl. Uh it's mm-hmm. in the meta juga. As, oh. as my friend says. Uh. Best girl <laughs> and best meta. In before nerf. Oh god, gacha game nerfs are the best because they're not actually built around game balance, they're built around shutting up whiny fanboys. Hmm. I still remember Food Fancy had to create a new server. Like, because they had top 10, like, they had like a reward or something if you were top 10 in the server. And then so too many people were complaining that they were they couldn't fill, the, I think it was top 100 actually, but... So, you know, 
everyone who wasn't top 100 complained that they couldn't be top 100 so it's like here's a new server so now you can jump to that server and be top 100 there that's a hundred less people complaining and then you have review starlight's god awful pvp balancing where it's literally just power creep what do you mean balancing <laughs> Oh, I was because I spent a lot of time on the subreddit. Occasionally, the PVP people are there, and so uh, Arthur Karen was top tier before a while because she had a completely new ability that no one else had. That created like a counter shield for your entire party, so Ooh. damage is converted to health. Ooh, so, like all that's... incoming damage. Yeah. So the next card they released was Arsene Yachio. Which reverses any kind of conversion ability. I'm just like, this is the laziest balancing I've ever seen. <laughs> It's really just okay. Now wait for this card, and then the next one, the next banner is like, here's a hard counter for you, Yachio. Just like, goddamn Gacha Games, you are great because you form the like the sedentary layer at the bottom of gaming. <laughs> Uh, Combo and start the intro. <laughs> How do? Yeah. Uh. So welcome to Diet Log, episode number fifty. Welcome to this chicken. Welcome to Diet Log, the this podcast. Yeah. I can't believe we're at number we're at number fifty now. Mm. It's a hundred weeks we've been doing this shit. Time flies. God damn. Time flies when you're talking about the sedentary layer of gaming that is Gacha. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom barrel. <laughs> Bottom of the see. Here's the thing, people are like, "I wish Gacha didn't exist," but the sedentary layer at the bottom of any pond is important for the ecosystem. So is Gacha. You need, you need Gacha stay alive. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> It's really independent. <laughs> we are. We are one of you. Say hello. Oh hi yo. Next over there, we have Daniel. Say hello. Hello. And we still have Anan over over there. Say hello. What up? And I am Amirul Mekronos Ashraf. And that was like a nine-minute combo, <laughs> the longest time to <laughs> intro we have so far. Oh man, if we, if we ever if we ever do this bit again, I will. I can. I can go way longer than that. Thirty minutes. The Let's fi- go. The filibuster challenge. <laughs> the filibuster challenge. Yeah. No, the problem is the problem is the juggle is just too much gacha. I cannot enter. My I, my startup time does not meet the the end time of gacha talk. So I cannot enter. You 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 gave the entry point of XCOM. Then I can then I can put in some hits, some good hits. Awesome. You you gotta learn how to Roman cancel segues. No, what I'm saying is that we need to properly build our gacha team, so we have more synergy next time. <laughs> oh my god! 
So, we are entering <laughs> the year of the red. Oh yeah, go here. Uh-huh. We're rats. Hey. We're rats. We're the rats. Toy. I've been watching too much rap movie. Anyway, what's up with you guys outside of the gacha talk? Mm. Oh man, we have it's been it's been two weeks, man. I am pissed off actually. It seems all the funny shit happens to me on the off weeks. <laughs> it happens to me early in the off week, so that I have to like either remember it. Or come up with something new that's funny to happen, happen to me. Like, I fucking played Senran Kagura Reflections because it was on sale. Bought it for like. Is I that bought that it for the game, was. Game? Yeah, it's the yeah, hand holding that's game. Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> <laughs> HD Rumble. Uh, yeah, 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 Rumble. HD Rumble. Yeah, it's, it's a tech demo. It's a tech demo for the Switch Joy Cons. It's a great one. But uh, the most important thing is that I don't like the main character from Senran Kagura, so I shelled out an extra four USD for a girl that I did like. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Dedication, man. Dedic fucking cation. Get on my level, gamers. Uh. I can't. I can't remember what her name was. What was <laughs> at, like, Dedication. Once the game, like, showed me what the completion wheel was like for it, I was just like, fuck, I have to keep playing this. Like, I, wa- I want to get to the bottom of this barrel. They got I want to see <laughs> Yeah, it was like 2 in the morning. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Still in. <sighs> but yeah, man. Uh, I'm not going to talk to you guys about Seran Kagura Reflected. Just know that that is a, sh- that is a thing that happened. Over in the off week. Thank God, I do not want to put too much Senran Kagura on my monitor <laughs> right now. We already had we already had Gacha talk, and we have Senran Kagura talk. What we do have though is Wam's manga corner. Ta-da! I found this new manga. It's called uh, "I Fell in Love, So I Tried Live Streaming." <laughs> what? So... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Of course so. there's a meat in the <laughs> Yeah, yeah she's she's like the main girl. So the premise of this manga is you have three guys and three girls all living in a house together. Like they they're all high school students, they all live in a house together. And they're all secretly live streamers, keeping it a secret from each other. Mm-hmm. And- mm-hmm. The main guy is an ex-live streamer. He doesn't want to do it anymore, but then he slowly discovers each one is a live streamer and they each make him like promise not to tell the others. Huh. It's it's pretty fucking good. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's not as good as Yuri is my job. Like I didn't go as crazy for it as I did for that. But like like any good harem anime, it's uh each each streamer is like a com- is like a different type of a different archetype of streamer. So Such the ass. maid, that, uh. the maid one that you saw, she plays like PUBG. Mm. Perfect. She plays, <laughs> legally, <laughs> she plays legally distinct PUBG, and she's like, uh, her whole thing is that like she's super exaggerated in her reactions and stuff. 
And she's the only gaming streamer out of all of them. Because you have to remember, they're, they're Japanese, so not all streamers are gamers. Uh, there's one of them. She is a quote-unquote moe voice streamer. So she's just like a cutesy girl, and all the guys fawn over her. Like, that's that's a whole stream. Another one is a virtual idol. Okay. I was thinking... <laughs> time, the time to virtual idol is very promising. Yeah, yeah she, she's honestly one of the best characters, by the way. Mm. And then the, uh, the two guys, one of them is a cross-dressing streamer. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he's suddenly... In- <laughs> <laughs> he's only sick cause dressing and then uh, adjusts his spectacles <laughs> at the point of the hearing that <laughs> and I'm saving the best for last because the last one is a Chunese streamer uh-huh. it's, so he dresses like legally distinct Ezio and he has like oh. he creates uh, he role plays as an assassin part of this group called the White Knights, and so he talks to his chat like he addresses them as fellow assassins. Oh my god, this is <laughs> so role the play RPC, like stream. Yeah, the RP, at least RP, not any extra letter at the front. Hell yeah! Mm. And the, there's a bit where like he's also he's the jock of the of the group, so he's like this big like buff dude who plays sports. And there's an episode where they all go to the, to the bathhouse, and they they see like he's got a tattoo of his assassin's guild on oh his my. arm. Dang! <laughs> and they're like, "How come the tattoo isn't washing off?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, it's it's pretty fucking good. Like that is some oomph, good harem shit. Uh, wow, I can't believe we've had two episodes now of Wam's Manga Corner. Ooh. The, the sad thing about all these manga is that uh, I have no idea when they're going to fucking update. <laughs> the sad life of man- good mangas. Yes. Especially yeah. good manga. Like once a month, there's one, this one, uh, uh, that kind of more adult uh, manga. So it's mm-hmm. taking like four months to update as the waiting. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell? like fucking Watakoi hasn't updated in forever. Uh, there's no thing. It's uh, not fine wine. You have to wait. Yeah. You have to the, wait. The, the, the wait is worth it, but it's painful. <laughs> this is painful. Just because it's worth it doesn't make it less painful, yeah? Yes. Yes, exactly. Reminds me of that. that I actually did actually binge one manga yeah i actually mm-hmm. did and it was uh the the spiritual successor to initial d that mf ghost oh that, I that. it's pretty good yeah last time i checked it was like october the last time they've updated i checked again like early this year no update so i'm waiting for next year until my next binge on that <laughs> Oh, one one manga that I have talked about on the podcast before, like I it hadn't updated in forever, so I gave it up for dead or cancelled. Uh, and then it updated like this week, like a new volume came out, so we're getting new chapters on a semi regular basis now. So just like, huh, eh, that's not so bad. 
Ah, it's the Meguro San one, the one I was pissed off. Oh, the main character Meguro looks like Meistein. Yeah, oh. it's actually pretty good. Like the later chapters are, the later chapters that actually focus on her as a character are pretty good. Hmm. And then there's whatever the fuck is going on with Hensuki. Uh... Oh, Hensuki. <laughs> But yeah, it's weird because yeah. the anime, the I think it, the Japanese. Like release of it has is updating regularly because the anime has like super exceeded where the manga is. Pretty sure, anyways. I don't know. That's that's my take on the manga corner. Uh, Yuri is my job. The new volume has been announced in Japan, so just waiting for the English release to come out so I can fucking buy that shit. So I heard that you guys got to play uh, Final Fantasy VII R. How was that? Ooh, clouds in your venture. Ah, uh, moving uh... on to uh, me and Daniel's escape bits. Uh, last week. Yeah. So, how do we want to go about with this? I can set up the story. Oh, I think we just talk about the game first, and then baru the the lunch. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, just I, I love the I love the dialogue lunch review. Oh boy, we oh, have, oh yeah, we 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 we'll be getting a lot of invitations now. <laughs> uh, okay. So the uh, so basically we went to a PlayStation event. It was for a Chinese New Year celebration, the annual Chinese New Year celebration. Last year that was mm-hmm. me and Wam. We went there. This year, since oh yeah, well, we failed. We failed to win a PS4. Uh huh. We failed miserably. <laughs> But this year, we sent Daniel and me. Uh, also, no luck. Which is an irham. We should send. Where's irham? The best part. Ah, the best part is that our table, uh, out of ten of us, there were five of us that won. Except one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Na- I think we have Najmi from uh, Axis won. He won the main prize, so that sucks. And before that, and before that, there was the other guy with us. It was the Bunny Gaming guys who actually got oh, the yeah. he he got the pick first. But apparently, to win the grand prize, you need to post on social media or something. And he's like, oh oh, I did not. Oh okay, pick another guy also from that table. <laughs> Our 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 luck is bad, even though it's already halfway. <laughs> uh, so apparently they also offered us to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh huh. How was that? Uh, okay. To set this up, this is not. Uh, this is from the mm-hmm. E3 2019 demo, which is basically the first bombing run, the the ten mm-hmm. minute first ten minutes of the bombing run. Um, not much to say from my side right now, Daniel. Can what are your thoughts as the one who actually completed the fastest among us at the time? Oh yeah, out of everyone, then like I completed in under five minutes, <laughs> plus like uh, shenanigan around. Uh, my thoughts is that it feels like Final Fantasy fifteen, but uh, with Nomura's punya Kinder Hearts three. Uh, mashed together. Yeah, hmm. 15 by way of Kingdom Hearts. Huh. Um, I have to say like, that doesn't sound like an upgrade. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, they took like the best parts of the of the game from fifteen, like uh, the character switching and the action combat, and then just like, hmm, here's some parts from King Hearts with that. There is, but yeah, I'm uh, uh, Daniel, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost lost you. <laughs> Almost lost you, uh, yeah. I, I was finishing my thoughts anyway. Like, there is Final Fantasy VII lah. Mm. Uh, to break down a bit on the combat, just just for those who are not in the Dex. know. Yeah, I am I am not in the know. So, okay. Like I... Combat-wise, it's direct combat. So, you have an attack button. You have uh, Kinder Heart style shortcuts with the L1. Mm. And uh-huh. one else. Uh, you can access the command menu. Which is either from your usual action button, uh, X button in this case. So accessing the command button, everything goes slow more. So that there is where you can access magic and items and skills. Uh, they mm-hmm. call it abilities this time. Never mind. Uh, you can also directly control your other party members. At that time, it was just uh, Cloud yep. and Barrett. You can also issue mm-hmm. commands from there. Um. What else? Oh, one more interesting thing is that every action outside of your normal attack, you have to use the ATB. You have to use the ATB Ooh. bar. So what that means is that, or oh, you have to wait until, uh, the bar blips up light, and then, and then you can use your skill. So basically, your your bread and butter is square, square, square. Wait until the blue bar is clear. Blue bar is there. L one and one other shortcut, uh, one other face button to use uh, uh, Cloud's other skills like uh, triple slash and focus, no, forward thrust, which is just like, uh, think of it like Street Fighter V special moves because they are kind of mm. good in si- different situations and they use a meter. <laughs> okay, but you, you said there's an ATB bar, like, I'm, I'm completely clueless on this, so... Is it so? It's still kind of like thirteen then, where it's still basically turn based. Yeah. Or is it full on hack and slash? Yeah, it's not full on yes, hack and slash, because uh. um, like even like if you want to use an item, you have to wait until an ATB bar is full, then you mm. can use an item, which threw me off a lot. I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, Barrett is long range. Just in case you don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Machine yeah. gun arms is long range? Machine gun is long <laughs> range. Also, because we play... Uh, I, the the build that we play have Japanese voiceover. Barrett is basically Kuze from Yakuza 0. He's like the hard-ass Yakuza man that rules his R's. He goes... Kuze! He's that kind of guy. And uh, Cloud is, of course, your Imu Sasuke lah. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. He just mumble. <laughs> Performance of awesome. uh, it's an upgrade. It's it's worth the you can see the money spent on there. I was gonna say like there better be an upgrade. <laughs> oh better. And I, and I think Jesse has that ara ara kind of aura. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the big sister. Ara ara. Oh man. And suddenly I'm Oh, what's this? I've pre-ordered the game. Oh, no. Uh, so, I guess, uh, in terms of your... In terms of, like, fan service of, like... 
uh, we say fleshing out the story base. I think Final Fantasy VII Remake delivers. But if you expect uh, like a revolutionary combat system, I don't think so. Put your expectations on check. It's not gonna be anything too crazy. But I think it would be like a more refined Final Fantasy XV. By it's way not, of not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Yes. It's just that you know you have to know what you are getting into. I have to say, like on the topic of Final Fantasy XV, mm-hmm. there is a weird thing that's stopping me from liking Final Fantasy XV, which is it's the uh, I don't know how to describe it, but basically, like someone made it sound super basic to me. I was just like, oh my god, it's my boys. I just miss my boys. I'm just like, and I have no interest to play this game now. <laughs> Which is a shame, because apparently the, the chemistry between the Choco Bros is really good. Oh yeah, it's, it's genuine. Yeah. It's, it's not just like a boy band kind of chemistry. It's like genuine chemistry. You really feel like these are your bros for life, right? Your bros mm. with Also host. fishing. Oh yeah. Fishing. Uh, Daniel, what do you want to add on this? Uh, I think, uh, like, uh, there's not much, lah, because like, it is a good game. It looks pretty, even though it's like a, what, a, a very old build. Mm, old. So, uh, I, I won't buy it because I'm not a fan of Final Fantasy. It would be interesting. Try it out, like. Maybe in a sale or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so me, I'm just cautiously optimistic right now. I you, mean, think, you think Cloud's going to be added to Tekken? Um, maybe not Tekken, but I'm expecting... Street no, Cloud's already in Smash. Oh, god damn it. I forgot. Yeah, it's already in Smash. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't add that to the news docker, did we? The great Smash upset of 2020. I'm um, putting it if you guys want to talk uh, about literally. it later. Uh, if, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. later. But uh, yeah. Do we want to go more about the lunch or do we... Because I have a different segue on the topic. Lunch, yeah. Now we just uh, let's, let's talk about the lunch. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what else. On, honestly... There are plenty of YouTubers with screaming face thumbnails who are going to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake that you can watch. Only one is brave enough to talk about the lunch. Go. So we uh, even also like at Sheraton PJ, which is uh, ironically is the place where Ton uh, Ton Mahade won his uh, what oh, election first seat. to five. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they have a victory chair for God's sake. How many seats are in the Malaysian Parliament? How many is it? 141. Best for 141. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's a rough count. Rough count. No. Oh God. I'm just saying. 232. Like, 232. Okay. 232. Best of 232. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, you, you can watch, like. Smash bet- you can watch the day one right at like meetings. He comes in like with the laptop and two controllers, and he opens it, and the melty melty blood team starts playing. Dude, the elections, <laughs> the elections is just a just a nationwide, uh, nationwide hundred percent man team battle with the prize money being oh. con- being controlling the government. <laughs> My God. <laughs> We should present the general election as the next Evo next time. 
Oh, that, that would be that would get the youth one. boots. That is how you get youth boots. <laughs> youth power, man. <laughs> salty man, salty man, salty man. Oh, yes, yeah. no. you know how the 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 there's always the news coverage about the oh what's the unofficial results right now, and every time put X on there, uh, like pre- uh, broadcast that on Twitch on the side is the chat. The chat keeps on betting. Who's gonna win this seat? Who's gonna win? <laughs> All in favor. 100 to 104. This is the popular candidate. GE6. Well, GE17 is the next one, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no. 15. 15. Oh, no. No, 15 is the last one. 16. 16. Yeah, GE16 live on Twitch. <laughs> Remember that. Listen, Remember that. Astro. Astro, I will gladly stay up for five in the morning, like doing this. I think, I think, Doctor M, like FGC Doctor M, has to be the greatest creation of this podcast. <laughs> like, like every. Compared to every other bit we've done, I have never enjoyed them as much as FGC Dr. M. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me to put this on the clip. Yeah. (laughs) My god. Anyway, the victory chair at Sheraton PJ. Sheraton PJ. That is the throne. The throne and Oh, this yeah, time like... they, they don't have duck. <laughs> uh, Allah, what, oh, they don't have duck. Uh-huh. Mm. I mean, it is a Chinese New Year lunch. It's an 11 cost, like, basically 11 cost. And mm-hmm. we are probably full by, I think, around 8 when they start serving the nasi goreng. <laughs> yeah, good on them and putting the nasi goreng at the end. Rice always at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can I can get behind that. Yeah, basically. Think, but this is like, yeah, hmm. like, this is the first time I think me doing the Yi Sang so like, it was shocking to see the price. Well, wait, uh, Daniel, what was yeah. the racial makeup of your table? Uh, besides me, uh, me, uh, Mac and Najmi, uh-huh. we were the only Malays, the rest were Chinese. Okay, uh, that's okay. Last year's one, right? Oh, it was yeah. the, the the best Yi Sang. It's the other way around. Bunch you... of Malay ass people. All, like all of us, like no idea how to do Yi Sang. Like, I guess, I guess, we had to be assigned one Chinese person to like lead the Yi Sang. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, this year's edition is like we didn't do anything. We, did, we just let us see them do it. Yeah, yeah all I seven mean... of them. Mm. <laughs> Man, I could go for some Yi Sang. Oh boy! Like so, yeah, you uh, <laughs> I guess that leads to the main event actually, because uh-huh. actually that that day the main event was at least for us was not Final Fantasy VII remake. Maybe the Yisang, maybe, but the highlight of the day is that I finally got to play Final Fantasy XII. The <laughs> the real Final that's, Fantasy. That's the MMO one, right? The yeah, the pseudo MMO. 
as I the like to call it. to Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> they, they were like very... Um, how do I put it? The faces when people see the transaction that Daniel and I made... In getting, front of everyone, every fi- Sony employee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I think the most damning of all is our friend Ken from Kakujope. His reaction for seeing me holding a copy of FF12 is just, Hmm, good on <laughs> you. If you're happy, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, look, I know. For FF12... For most, most, a lot of people, it sucks. I know. It's most one of the most polarizing games in the series. That being said, I think Final Fantasy XII is one of the most underrated ones. And let's say it's like... we. Uh, it was ahead of its time, let's say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me circle back with the combat system. Because you... You can see that, like, starting with 15, they are toying... No, no, I think it's like 13, they're already toying about how can we make the combat more action-based. We want people to just jump around. Oh, dude, they've been doing that since, like, fucking 8, man. Um, Remember, 8 introduced the ATV. 9, they tone it down. (laughs) 10, a bit. 12 is, like... uh, 11 and 12 is, like, basic, like, basic... 13, they went back there, that direction. So, with 12, it's like, it is very system heavy. Like, remember FF10's uh, Spiel Grid? Mm-hmm. Which is basically mm-hmm. the skill tree system, which is basically Path of Exile's monstrous skill tree that just goes on and on forever. Yeah, that thing. So, 12 has a similar system, but instead, it's like, it's a two step process. So first, you need to traverse the license board, as it's called there. You have to gain license. And as the name implies, you only gain the license. You have the permission to use the ability. You have the permission to equip the gear. But the, the second step is to actually buy the spell or buy the equipment oh. that you have the, the, the license for. So it's a, it's a two-step process. So... That's that's a bit demanding. And the other demand is that the way you can spec your characters is like way open. But that was the original game. But with the re-release, the first it was the Final Fantasy XII International Zodiac Job System. And then the recent re-release, uh, which is Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age, they introduced a job system. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. So, instead of just having this one license board, which you can go anywhere you like, so you can just pack each of your characters to according to what you want, mm-hmm. now you are specified to a job. So, let's say, okay, you want a guy who is a black mage. So, this guy will only have access to black magic, a few magic gear, and some other spells around it, and also a lot of magic boosts. If you want to spec, uh, let's say, there, there, there's a dragoon equivalent, but instead, it's not called a dragoon because you cannot jump. So it's called oh, an yeah. Ulan. An Ulan who is specialized, <coughs> who's basically the jack of all trades and use spears and also some other magic spells. So now you have to be special, you have to 
pre-plan your characters and it's a lot of analysis paralysis if you are going in like without any preparation it's a lot of like pre preparation that you need to do because it's a lot of demanding things I know that's why people don't like Final Fantasy XII I understand completely but I did my homework I opened a spreadsheet and then go to Wikipedia. <laughs> that's how you know the game is good. When when you open up that .xls file. Yeah. That's <laughs> and I'm I, evil for Monster Hunter, so... Mm. I opened the, the main fandom wiki page and found somebody already did the, all the legwork with the spreadsheet. I opened that instead. Read through everything mm. and pre-plan my party already. So when, so when the, cho- the the time arrives that I need to pick, okay, pick a job, pick a job. I know what to pick already. So that was that was a process. Apparently, the game was designed to not have respect because the whole bit is that the original game. Yeah, because it's an MMO, so you you spend more time. Um, it's more mm-hmm. that uh, the original game you can go anywhere you like. So what happened is that all players just they just make all the characters jack all the traits. They just go grab everything they can and <laughs> just make all warriors, just make all mages. So what they did, they want to reverse is that okay, now you have to make your builds matter to the point that each time you want to select a license board, it keeps on reminding you cannot change your class, you cannot change your job after picking one. Which is like, ooh, wee, this, in this day Wait, so, age. So your character like that you created is locked into one job? Yeah. However, Oof. however, apparently, the recent release on Xbox One and Switch actually offer respect. So... They just didn't update it on the PS4 and PC. Uh, ah. Final Fantasy and their releases. There's always the the, the ports are not feature parity, which is ah uh, fine. But yeah, they, I do. They, uh, I do. Uh, no, I just want to ask something. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like, for for the whole panel, what is your what is the first time you've ever had to bust out the spreadsheet for a game? Persona 3. <laughs> Stone. Or Fusion, is it? Yeah, for... I think that the end game of PT becomes like super hard. So I had to take out the... Uh, game's FAQ. Okay, okay. Mac, was FF12 your first one? I can't remember any other example outside of 12. So recency bias wins. 12 it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I did do this in... Other years, I just can't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anand? Uh, sorry. Uh, I lost track. <laughs> what did you guys talk about? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, what's your first game that you've, uh, that you had to bust out a spreadsheet for? Oh, okay. Uh, Elite Dangerous. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. That's the economy, a good answer. <laughs> the economy trade stuff makes total sense. Oh. I'm just imagining Anand with the trucker hat and then he's got his tablet. I, I seriously had to bust out the spreadsheet with that. Like, tracking like, every transaction and stuff. Here's my manifest for today. <laughs> You're not book. Not them. You're audit. <laughs> Anyways, mine was Gundam Breaker 2 because that game was in Japanese. 
It didn't get an English release. Oh my god. Oh. And the the fucking like the levels, like to tell you what parts you could get in each level, the icon was so fucking tiny. So I had to like I had to consult a spreadsheet. because uh, there's a fusion system in the game as well. Like you could fuse some parts to make better parts. So that that was my first time downloading an XLS file was a f- for figuring out how to make my dream gunpla. Because uh, fun fun fact, Sinandru parts don't drop in Gundam Breaker Two. Oh, or if they do, it's very very rare. Okay, but but does it have to be involved? Uh, does it have to involve not opening treasure chests? No, oh. thankfully not. Okay, oh, so why is why is that that shit in twelve? Uh, the original twelve, they removed that because uh, the original twelve. There is one unique weapon, the strongest weapon in the game. It's called the Zodiac Spear. It has a chance to spawn. However, you must not in any circumstances open four very specific chests. And the three of them are very apparent and obvious for early game. Because you need gear and you, and you don't have much place to explore. So you might probably open them. Wait, are they like... Are they like little sisters or something? Like, is are they like? Do you have to kill someone to open these chests? Because, like, punishing people for opening chests is like the dumbest shit you can do in a video game. And that's why they remove it. Thank God. But I did not figure out about that uh, before I opened my spreadsheets, because at that time I just I was just agonizing over how come this time there are so many treasure chests. Apparently, the new release they put in more treasure chests. And they spawn more sporadically. You leave one room, you return back. The spawn respawn. Uh, the the chest respawns. Oh boy! <laughs> so if you keep on thinking about uh, which which treasure chest again, it keeps on tempting you. But apparently, thank God that was removed. Oh. Yeah, yeah this so... kind of kind of reminds me of like the a huge complaint I've seen about uh the Dishonored games, where they. Like, because they give you so much cool shit, right? And then they punish you for using it. It's like, oh, you got the bad ending. Because you use <laughs> the cool shit that we put into the game. Like, you gave me a fucking time stop. How was I not going to use that to kill people? <laughs> you don't. Binary morality system sucks. This is not... Yeah, bi- binary morality is the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell that to infamous. Ah. Uh, Oh, um, about the combat, when it, it clicks with you, it just flows well. Especially now that you have, like, a fast-forward button. So, if you think the combat is slow and grinding is a, is a boring, is a grind fast, well, mm-hmm. uh, press L1, uh, open the Gambit system, which is basically uh, an AI system where you can pre-program your characters to do certain actions based on parameters. And you can just automate mm. that shit. It's basically a gacha game where you can just grind, just move around, kill stuff, move around again, kill stuff, get stronger, open the license board, sell stuff, buy more weapons, grind again. You can totally do that. And Boy. it is very, very efficient this time around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, and also items do not use an ATV. Well, items are used uh, instantly compared to like like it has a pseudo ATV because uh, you have to wait until the bar is full and then an attack happens. Sub. 
and then attack happens, and then a magic happens. Outside the items, items is just instant use. So, which threw me off with Final Seven Remake. And yeah, I just mm-hmm. like this sort of combat system more. Also, the side quest, the big side quest of this game is basically Monster Hunter. You go on hunts. Hell yeah. You go find a job board. You go find the the person who uh, put the bounty. Ask him, f- find the monster, kill the monster, go back, claim your reward. And if you think about it, the, with the whole MMO style uh, combat system, right? It feels like very tactical monster hunter in some form. And of course, the most of the monsters that you hunt are way too big for the camera to fit in. There's a mm. dinosaur in the first area. Like, that, that's a freaking dinosaur. <laughs> it's not beating around the bush. Hell and, yeah. And last, on before we move on, what I love about Final Fantasy XII is that the world of Evilist is just one of the strongest worlds that the Final Fantasy games have. I mean, it, it benefits that XII is not the first time we see the world of Evilist. It was in Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics. It was in Vagrant Story of all games. And now we have twelve. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the way they localize the game. Uh, the the uh, yeah the game, the way that they use uh, like old British. So it's not magic with a C. It's magic with a CK. Magic mm. technique, not magic. not spelled with a French way, but with a CK. <laughs> <laughs> like even the 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 localized uh, voiceovers is also apparently is inspired by Star Wars. So the Imperial troopers are all Cockney accent. The high, the high emperors, uh, the the high, we say the leaders of that imperial army, are all speaking like B, uh, BBC English. How is it? There's a proper term for that, but I remember BBC English. Like, so very formal way. Also, the judges, which is basically, yeah, they are the judge, jury, and executioner. They are a walking judge. Track. Wait, is twelve? Is twelve the one with Gablan? Yep, with Gablan. Yeah, yeah, the judges. He's just one of the many, uh, uh, we say many judges from the Imperial Army. Those guys are apparently in the U- uh, the English localization are played by stage actors, so you can feel the bombastic delivery of their lines when they they perform when they act. So that's cool. And there's one also there's one area in in the game. It's called Bujerba. It was localized to mm-hmm. be since the ge- oh. It has yeah, I know, South, I know this area later. It has South Indian uh, influences. So people, uh, the the how you say the language itself, the people who speak, they have like like um, Sanskrit based words in there. So instead of calling bad, Badra, hey brother, so hey Badra. <laughs> what? And even the the voiceover of oh, those people, yeah, it has like South Indian accents. Apparently, the the leader of the the look of the city, the Marquis Halim Ondor the Fourth. I didn't <laughs> notice in my childhood about it, where he's totally have that sort of in, Indian Indian uh, inflection on it. Now that you hear it, oh okay, oh that's that's a cool week. Oh yeah, the rebels <laughs> are all Americans again. Star Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah, I mean the whole party is a Star Wars party. You have the princess in this, uh, the princess that leads the rebellion. The the uh, the one prophecy man 
But instead of I am your father, the scene is I am your twin brother. Liquid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have you have the bounty hunter and his partner, who is not a human. Okay. Oh yeah, sexy Chewbacca. Ah uh, yeah, sexy Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> the Chewbacca are apparently Icelandic, by the way. In the game, Icelandic Chewbacca. And, and yeah. we have no we have no proof that Chewbacca is an Icelandic in Star Wars as well. Oh, um, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And lastly, the two are just self inserts. So you're you're Mary and Mary at Seuss. So yeah, that's okay. Final Fantasy Love. I I love it despite all the backlash at the time. And I think that this game still holds on, holds up well. There is, I I don't know if this is just localized to Final Fantasy or not. But there is a great feeling in liking a game that other people don't like. It feels it feels powerful, because uh, as you all know, I am the one person in the world who enjoyed Lightning Returns. Wow! <laughs> yeah, that, that's still questionable. <laughs> but that being said, I haven't touched that game. I have no authority on that. It is it is a piece of shit, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, and in regards to remake, I I can see that people are less hype about it. So now I'm more interested to see how this game shakes out. We'll see. The the bar is set at Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> that is the bar for better or worse. If I say it's better I mean, than XII, we have to ask this question next year mm-hmm. because uh, fuck knows everyone will say it's the best thing when it comes out. Because sh- they have waited too long for this shit. We shall see. I will judge Remake as a person who... No, as a five-year-old who does not get what the hell is an RPG and just cough at Final Fantasy VII. I got into it by 9. 9 was my real... Where everything clicks. Mm-hmm. 9 was pretty good. So it's 10. So yeah, that's enough Final Fantasy for at least 3 episodes. We say before we lose Mac before the podcast is late because Mac was playing too much twelve. <laughs> oh, on that note, I stopped playing Destiny. <laughs> That's a big win. I stopped Ooh, Destiny I... because of twelve. <laughs> this oh. is a better grinding game. <laughs> Stay tuned for the ranking of Final Fantasy later this year. <laughs> No, you have to post the clickbait article. Uh, is Final Fantasy Twelve a looter shooter? Goddamn. So, where, where are we going from there? There's something I really uh, want to talk to Daniel about. Alright, sure. Go ahead. I heard you played Bloodborne. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> one of we us. got another hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Bila, yeah. when when I get back, we we need to all do a child's dungeon together. <laughs> okay, where to begin with that? So why, why? why? All right, starting here. It's easy. Ag agdq happened like last week. Uh, mm-hmm. they they had uh this run for I think Dark Souls. They remastered one and it was fun. Fun as watch. Mm-hmm. So, 
so I saw another runner. They he called uh, what's his name? His name is Zeus, I think. He runs Bloodborne. Oh yeah, Zeus. And, I know that guy. Yeah, and he's just runs called him Abafa. Zeus Tan. Zeus Tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I watched his run and I and I thought to myself, eh, I think it's look it looks fine. So might as well buy Bloodborne after I don't know at the end of the PS4 generation. Mm-hmm. And so now, currently, I'm stuck at uh, it's before Gascoin. I'm stuck at the bridge between the two wolves there. Okay, so, have you found the, the shortcut? Hmm? Yeah, there's a the... shortcut. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's shortcut. A shortcut. That takes you... Yeah, yeah that takes you there. straight to the bridge. Oh, yeah, uh, it's the other way around. Uh, near the giants, there's a house. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a dark house with a lead with a stairs. That's a shortcut Ooh. to the bridge. Yeah, I shall try that. Live support on live support on <laughs> on stream on the dot the gaming man podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tip is keep playing and then you can find your own rhythm and then you can just just blaze through. It's, it's gonna oh, have, take some time. <laughs> have you killed cleric beast though? Yeah, cleric yeah. beast. You want to be? You want uh, I think and I think I like uh, the first time I tried this game was way back when I met uh Mac. Back in 2015. Oh, oh! <laughs> remember, I think uh, during the game of... that was five years ago. Oh my yeah, God, that was... Jesus fucking Christ! How how we did I know old. you for five years already? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so like I keep dying at the same place. So like when I pick that up again this morning, oh I remember this place. I think I can beat it now. <laughs> <laughs> The power of friendship. The power. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. It I'm legitimately so. I'm legitimately scared of having to fight Gascoin again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Throw some a lot of cocktails and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, if you um, watch speedrunners, there are great tips from speedrunners. Yeah, mm, that's why I remember that because I, I posted on my Twitter that they glitched the door glitch there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was like the, oh, the, fun, the best glitch. thing I've okay. done. Yeah, that's the fun thing I've done in a game since uh, I think uh, Death Stranding. I do <laughs> Things you have so, to die anyways, so you die yeah, eventually. Yeah. You will no, die. I died at the stairs. No, technically, <laughs> technically, you don't have to die because uh, if you go up st- up the stairs and into the the first what's it called worst uh, light lamp light mm-hmm. whatever yeah yeah uh, first lamp. that means first lamp. yeah you won't technically you didn't die uh, strats uh, strats strats I thought I thought you were gonna say that you technically you don't have to die because you can pick up the saw spear at one of the churches and, and yeah. I was just like that's, oh, yeah. that's still that's still quite deep in the game you still don't have a gun. Which is pretty important, but oh yeah, the guy's so important. <laughs> God damn! Like, I I think like I've died like ten times already in the span of one day. So that's very good, good character building. Mm-hmm. So who's like I I have to go to after this podcast. I have to go to Malacca. So I'm going to be playing that at Malacca for the next three days. Nice. <laughs> 
no help, no no nothing, just literally offline mode. Torture. Honestly, man, playing Souls games without like online, without the messages, like to me, are the most important part of Souls games. Like, forget summons, but messages, I feel like, are uh, so so important to the game. Cause I, cause I had to play uh, Dark Souls without it because I didn't have Nintendo Switch online. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and it it was, it felt lonely, man. Because Dark Souls is about like getting those weird like try try plunging attack messages. Oh, just like the first episode. So technically, Dark Souls are the first ten game. Uh, what? Hideo Kojima first trend oh, the, game you know? they are the first trend game yeah <laughs> yeah it's about connections <laughs> but yeah I look forward to the ongoing saga of of you playing Bloodborne That's which, which starting like... weapon did you pick by the way uh the what's it called the blade the thing is, you can take the cleaver until the end. You don't have to change. Oh, shit, weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. It's pretty fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Both the cleaver and the axe are pretty great. Yeah. <sighs> but the cleaver is like especially good if you just, just upgrade and stuff and then uh, refine your techniques. You can bring it to the end. You can still use the gun while the cleaver is transformed as well, right? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can do that. Because it's, it's yeah, a one-handed. So, yeah, so one-handed. Com- compared to the axe, the axe you lose in the ability to shoot in two-hand mode. Interesting. So yeah, man. The only thing that makes me change weapon in Bloodborne is aesthetics. Oh. I drop the I drop the axe for the Kirk hammer. I drop the Kirk hammer for the stake driver. I drop the stake driver for the boom hammer. <laughs> uh, I dropped the cleaver for uh, Louis Holy Blade and Tonitrus. Tonitrus is my favorite. <laughs> Tonitrus like fuck shit up late game, man. Like, <laughs> cause it's good against uh redacted. So <laughs> yeah, Ooh, redacted. I have to find out myself. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, and yeah. So... Uh... <laughs> uh, beast blood pellet that thing is your friend okay yeah beast, beast blood pellet I hate using consumables but beast blood pellet is pretty fucking great it's uh okay, I'll, I'll keep mind it's great for the fast weapons not so great yeah. for boom hammer <laughs> no 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 <laughs> maybe if you have uh, uh rakuyo probably good Ooh, Rakuyo is uh, Lady Maria's weapon, right? I think so. Oh, Probably. To her, Lady Maria is still one of the best boss fights in a video game. Uh, speaking of, I want to talk about Doom Eternal. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Because I can't believe it. They made a first-person character action game. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, uh, 
Bethesda invited out a bunch of people to play Doom Eternal for like three hours. And we were like, no, we weren't. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we watched them. I watched them anyways. And holy mm-hmm. shit. You may remember during E3 last year, I said I wasn't that all that impressed with Doom Eternal. Uh, I take all of that back yeah. now. I take all of that fucking back now. The game has air dashes. The game has... Uh, you can target weak points on enemies to disarm them. So the enemies with shoulder-mounted cannons, you could shoot the cannons off to force them into a melee. Uh, you, there are a lot of guns in that game. Like Almost every person I see has like a different loadout of guns. There's some weird like Gatling shotgun that I saw that looks beautiful. There's like the chain gun and all that shit. But yeah, that game looks fucking sick, man. There's a hub world now. It's called the fucking Fortress of Doom. Of course it goes. It's called Fortress <laughs> of Doom. Doom, Doom gets has away a... with it. It's okay. It fits. Doom guy has a space castle. It's not just a. Sp- it's not just a spaceship. It's a space castle called the Fortress of Doom. He has a lab, by the way. Like, uh, there's an arena that spawns enemies for you to lab, which doubles down there. It's a character action game. Hmm. I can't remember what it's called because the fan suggested calling it the Ripentarium. I think it's called the Riptorium or something like that. It's it's wow. stupid. Uh, the shoulder mounted, the shoulder mounted attachment also makes Doom Guy a mecha now. It's a mecha character action game. <laughs> but I don't make the rules. It's uh, you you have like the, the fucking flamethrower, so you can light shit on fire, and if you do, when you kill them, they drop armor pick up pickups. So that's. Oof, that's... Like, I have never seen such a step up from the original Doom's gameplay, because I love the original gameplay. Like, the 2016 Doom. Mm -hmm. This one is like, oh, we've made it, like, more. Like, we've we've improved it more. I'm just like, you've improved it more, holy shit. Yeah, so there's like, you can explore the Fortress of Doom, and there's like a bunch of shit you can upgrade. Uh, I'm avoiding the words Metroidvania, but it does look slightly Metroidvania-ish because it looks like you there is shit to do in the levels that you won't be able to explore on your first time around. So you will have to go back when you have upgrades. In before is actually Ratchet and Clank. Doom guy mm. is is Ratchet and Clank. He is both of them. And I don't know if you guys saw this. There's, there's a photo going around. Apparently, when you pick up power-ups in the game, like Doom Guy's eyes will light up, and you can see them reflected in his visor. Mm. So it it even looks like Metroid Other M. So was it Other M or Prime? I think it's Prime. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Other M's the one we don't talk about. Uh, oh no, not the baby. But yeah, man. Fucking air dashes in the game are fucking sick. Like, you can air dash into glory kill. 
some some of the shit you can do in that game is amazing. Uh, they're super hard challenges. I can't remember what they're called, but they're like these big challenge rooms. And if you get all six of them, you get this shit called the Unmaker. Which, you know, in Doom terms is like fucking sick. So I don't know why you wouldn't. But yeah. Doom Doom Eternal, man. It looks it looks sick and I am pissed off because the Switch version <laughs> has been delayed indefinitely. Oof. No no announced release date yet. Do you know how heartbreaking it is at the end of the latest trailer for Doom Eternal? When Stadia is on the fucking poster but not the Switch. <laughs> Big sad. Big fucking sad. Fucking Stadia is there. Fucking Stadia, just, man. It is just a glorified PC, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> Still, it's, it's distasteful to even bring up the logo. Oh, can we Wait. talk about the lore? Or basically, or basically, just it saying, "Oh, everything is canon." Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. The fucking Easter eggs as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that happened in the original. The 2016 Doom also did that, I think, but not as not as blatantly as this one. The skateboard from Tony Hawk. <laughs> like, yeah, he skates. He does. <laughs> Tony Hawk is canon in Doom universe. Mm. His fucking rabbit cage is there as well. Like, uh, for those of you who don't know, the plot of Doom Two is that uh, demons killed his rabbit, so he goes on a revenge quest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, quite uh, what's it called? Uh, quite understandable. <laughs> John Wick is a ripoff of Doom Two, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's even a painting of him and Daisy. Daisy is the rabbit. Like, I don't know where it is. I only saw screenshots of it. But yeah, man. Uh, one of the collectibles in the game is floppy disks to install the original Doom. So you can now play Doom in Doom. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. <laughs> We've gone too deep. <laughs> no, the deeper it goes... Uh... There's one more, one more hole you can go. You can if you can oh. install the megawatt in there. Add-ons, play sigil, the unofficial Doom mod in Doom oh. in Doom Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can actually play Doom in Doom Eternal, but that's what the collectibles are. It's you have a '90s PC that tells you how many floppy disks you need to install Doom. Apparently, it's some, like, super version of Doom, though, because you need 14 floppy disks uh, compared to the original Doom, which only needed four. Though, I think think that's a sign that there's 14 missions, because, like, in 2016, there were... There was, like, one collectible per level, so it's probably the same thing. 14 missions, not bad. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for this game. You can play as a Revenant. Like, one of the Skellivans. Skelly I don't know if it's, like, a story thing or what, but 
because uh, they say you can use them to reclaim your property, but I don't know. I hope it's not mandatory shit. Like, because honestly, yeah. I would prefer the Doom guys kit to the Revenants. My favorite bit is because in the in the gameplay demo, you pick up the super shotgun, and so you as the Revenant you bring it back to Doom guy, and then Doom guy like picks up the shotgun, and you can just kill the Revenant there. And I'm just like, oh Doom guy, you. T- Rip and tear until it is done. <laughs> Fucking doom guy, man. Mm. Uh, what? What else was there? Uh, players revenant. Yeah, man. Gameplay wise, it's super fucking solid. Like I have never been so happy to be wrong in my life. The. The only thing is, I still think the arm blade isn't that great. Like, the arm blade is still the weakest looking shit that you have. Especially now that in the trailer, show, it shows that you get the the fucking icon from 2016, which turns into a great sword. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Oh, there's, there's also, like, third-person cutscenes in this game. For mm-hmm. the... Further proving that this is a character action game. Have I been lost? I feel like no, I've been no, lost. No, no, I'm trying to process the the weirdness that's to me. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm so excited. I I fucking bought a Doom figurine yesterday. Well, and I'm just staring at it lovingly while I gush about Doom Eternal right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's the that's Doom Corner. Before le- lest I go on too long about this, more like the Doom Corridor. <laughs> Doom, Doom Corridor. Corridor. I literally almost dropped my phone just hearing that. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, the sirens up there. You happy now? Even the police are not happy with this. <laughs> FBI, open up. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, where, where do we go from here? There's one I, thing I am... still, right? Mm-hmm. On the docket? Ooh, oh, yeah. Is it? There, there is? There is. Right? Yeah, so Daniel, tell, tell me about Hubworlds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you wrote about on the docket. For those listeners, you will see it in, uh, in written form. I'm just going to leave it there. Can you explain yourself? <laughs> so, uh, the other day, um, I went to uh, Cyberjaya for to buy some books for my next semester. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so the in Square. So if you're in Malay, in the area of Putrajaya, you will know that Tamarind Square is a, just to go there mm-hmm. because, like, uh, I think that I I can explain it like. Uh, image uh, for Mac, and he's been playing FF12, and you know the their hard world is a mess as well, right? With many different corridors. Yeah, yeah, Ravenous. At the, all, wait, it does. It, yeah, wait, does it have a dingy, the dingy, like a, a upbeat, jovial orchestral team playing at the back? No, sadly, Tamarind Square doesn't have that. So, so like this mall, this shopping mall in Malaysia. 
mm-hmm. has the most weirdest layout I've seen. Besides the confusing entrance, the the place of their uh, like bookstore is in the next to a parking lot for no or some reason or one another. Like the, the cars will be coming in and going out and yeah, trying to buy books. Which uh, so then I, I it got me thinking. Is Malaysia's shopping mall basically how it works? Huh. Hmm. Because But... you look at it, okay, you look at it like from let's say Singapore, every uh train station there will be one shopping mall for no reason. Mm-hmm. So like it is weird lah. It is weird because yeah, you know different neighbors, you know. But imagine in the gameplay perspective. Like you're traveling from one area to another, like I don't know, persona, one hub mm-hmm. world to another. That does make sense. Yeah, there's a <laughs> weapon <laughs> shop there. There's a for armor over there. Okay, that's the corner where you can find the techniques that you need. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the magic schools <laughs> are down there, lower at the back, where you need a password. They only sell to uh, proper customers. Your... Yol of Londo is at B2. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta get lost on there. Also, beware of the very dingy looking people. <laughs> hmm. You can initiate com- conversation, but you'll be only one way. You know, like how worse. Hmm. Uh. Man, I I fucking miss Malaysian shopping. <laughs> Why is it semi? Why? Hmm. Is this... it semi? The shopping malls in Bristol. No, the. I mean, it's just kind of like, eh, not much, not much going on here. It's not. It's not one utama. There's no fucking waterfall in the middle of a, of a shopping mall in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> I brought. I brought one friend who somehow has lived in Malaysia all her life and never been to one utama, and she's just like. Why is there a fucking waterfall in this mall? Like a multiple-story waterfall. I'm just like, uh, it's just always been here. <laughs> it's like the third biggest mall in the world. Fuck, we know. Has there been any malls as hub worlds in a video game before? As hub worlds? Well, I mean, Death, uh, Dead Rising. Yeah, there is yeah, one as two. a location. Yeah, mm, okay. Mm. Yeah, next time we go to the Cyber Giant Mall, we should pull, put more zombies in there. That should make it lively. Oh, Capcom, da. that's your Dead Rising 5K. Mm. Take a <laughs> oh. oh, that's the thing. You have to take the train between shopping malls. <laughs> uh, Uh, is there a theme park nearby? Because that's gonna be Dead Rising. Yeah, Times Square. Time Square. Mmm, mm, that's Dead Rising too over there. <laughs> you know what? On that note, uh, I I had some ideas about a good Hitman level. Shopping malls. Uh-huh. Shopping malls. Okay, just imagine. Oh. Uh, the hardware store is all the place you can get the screwdrivers and hammers to throw around. And a briefcase. Mm-hmm. I literally found a briefcase in one of those DIY stores, so you can grab one yeah. there and then store something illegal, and then smuggle inside the VIP room. No, the VIP, the staff area. 
And you know how the staff area is like uh, like long corridors of uh, restricted area. Oh, that's going to be very good places you can put like uh, we say like criminal stuff that you have to go to assassinate someone. Or you can just poison the food court for fun. <laughs> Why not? Oh, yeah. mm. oh, you can start a, a high high level sale so that everyone starts crowding and then you then you assassinate them in the crowd. Ah, oh, was it there like a, like a concert inside the mall? Yeah. 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 Okay, make a concert during that time. Everything is cheery, everything is loud. Crank all the volume to 11. Go upstairs to the highest point. Put a sniper rifle. Settle. Yeah. Yeah. And people thought that guy oh, was just crowd surfing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> one Utama used to have like one of those big jumbotrons where it's like four screens like hanging from the ceiling. Uh, High chaos yeah. option. Shoot down the jumbotron. Yeah, Ooh. it's possible. Yeah, like there, there's a level in Paris where you can just do something similar like that. It's totally in the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Hitman in shopping malls, would be a great idea. Yep. Uh, Io, that's for Hitman Three. That's Hitman free. Three ninety nine for you. Mm-hmm. You just take that idea right now. Just please have us in the background somewhere, like. In an arcade, maybe playing with Doctor M, and then uh... <laughs> oh god! If we, if we ever go to an event and Doctor M's there trying to like raise his publicity, remind me I have to bring my Switch. You <laughs> <Be> like? <laughs> it can go either way. It can go brilliantly, or we gotta get someone being tackled by the security guard. Either way. Now, nah, man. Listen, politician mingling with like local games journalists who was even on BFM. Might I remind you? That's a great PR stunt. <laughs> like, shall we go to the news? Yeah. On yeah. that, on I, that note, I was before I spend a I was before just... I spend another fifteen minutes on FGC Doctor M. I was just gonna say bring a poison just in case we need to poison someone. But yeah, let's go to the news. <laughs> So, uh, there's no news this week because all the news has been delayed, or maybe the delays are the news. <laughs> so, after all the memes about how our wallets are going to die, uh, it turns out they have been delayed. They've been postponed. Twenty games that have been twenty twenty yeah. did not get cancelled. It got delayed. It got delayed. For now, we got scale bound. However. Still cancelled. Forever. <laughs> so FF Seven R was delayed an entire month, from March third to April tenth, which would have been so... the month of death. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Three the week before, Cyberpunk the week after. It would yep. have been. It would. But don't worry about it, cause it's out now. It's out of the out of the mess. Uh, this one I know we're we're all very upset. Avengers has been delayed from May fifteenth to September fourth. Sad. Sad. We all really wanted to play Avengers, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anand's wearing his uh, team cap shirt right now. <laughs> Holding the back shoes. <laughs> and then uh, the funniest thing is Cyberpunk also moved out of the death zone. Like after FF7 moved to April 10th, Cyberpunk moved to September 17th. Mm. Uh, Dying Light 2 has been moved from spring 2020 to... Uh. <laughs> Depends. Fuck knows. <laughs> and most could tra- be tomorrow, could be next generation. Could be out now. Uh, maybe while you're <laughs> listening to this. Most tragic of all, Iron Man VR has been moved uh, to, the, to, to May fifteenth to the release date of Marvel's Avengers. So yeah, you got Iron Man. I, I think there's Disney shenanigans for that. Of like, course, I think, like I think there's something oh, yeah, yeah. coming out. I think oh? May was like Black Widow or something. So you know, Iron Man, Black Widow. Yeah. I guess I'd, I feel like it's a bit of a reach. But yeah, I don't fucking know. This, it's Iron no, Man VR. Year, yeah, I don't know. It's Iron Man VR. You can only delay it for so long before people forget it. I forgot it was a game. I <laughs> I didn't care about this game, but what? But I put it in there because how it just slots into the release date of Avengers. Instead yeah, of I think that's one hundred percent intentional. I think it was we have to delay Avengers, and then they were like, okay, let's but put we need something. people to think. Yeah, we need a superhero game to come out in May. And they were like, oh, Iron Man VR. Sure. Everyone, everyone forgot that game was coming out anyways. I forgot where it existed. So, <laughs> games that are so far still sticking to their release dates include Animal Crossing. Oh, that one. And Doom. <laughs> yeah. And Doom Eternal. Because it was delayed earlier. Yeah, because it was already delayed. Uh, Both of them. Yeah, yeah. they they pre-delayed the game. They (laughs) pre-delayed. Similar to Ubisoft. Remember Ubisoft and all their games coming out like early 2020? All of them pre-delayed. Oh, Ubisoft, the the delayed game doesn't have any release date. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's probably on November. You know, next gen, etc. Yeah, probably. Mm. Oh god, we are getting a new gen end of the year, huh? Uh, News are imminent. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Sony could send us some PS5s for work purposes. We tried. (laughs) Everybody in that room said that. God damn it. Uh, In other news... There was a Smash Direct, the last DLC fighter for uh for this fighter pass. No, for fi- for the fighter pass. So you have to oh. buy another pass for the next round of fighters. So we had like this season has been a pretty great, great time for DLC fighters because we got like a bunch that we never thought we'd ever see in Smash, like fucking Joker and Banjo Kazooie. We yeah. got iconic Terry Bogart who technically is the progenitor of Smash because remember we only have we only have Smash because Sakurai bodied a couple on a day <laughs> get serious are you okay Pasta Wolf 
Basta Wolf. Uh, what else was in that? Oh yeah, we had uh, Dragon Quest Hero who is banned from tournaments, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and the most iconic so, of all, Banjo. Yeah, fucking Banjo, man. Who would have thought? The biggest pick of them all. Like, like legitimately, yeah. That's that's amazing. So then, uh, we had one slot left. You know, we had this really strong lineup, and the Devil May Cry three, the Devil May Cry Twitter, was had like a list of important dates, and their date was the same date as the Smash thing. So naturally, everyone was like Dante and Smash question mark because DMC three comes out soon on Switch. So they were like Dante in Smash, please. And everyone was just like, oh man, Dante in Smash. And I remember texting in my group chat. I was like, man, won't it be funny? Like when everyone's like Dante in Smash and it's like fucking Byleth from Fire, from Fire Emblem Tree Houses. Like, I feel like that's the worst possible choice it's going to, that they could possibly make. And then it was Byleth. <laughs> <laughs> from Fire Emblem Tree Houses. I I suspect Sakurai will see your chat. He was like, haha, haha, <laughs> 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 but what if? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Violet is in Smash, uh, making a very underwhelming end to what has been a great season of DLC characters for Smash. Like, I'm not against Byleth being in the game. You know, I just feel like maybe Byleth should have been like before Banjo or something. Terry would have been the best way to end the, D- the DLC part. Yeah, yeah. Like, Byleth should like, be like the first DLC. No, no, no. So, first like, DLC oh... has had to be Joker because they were like, guess what, guys? We're breaking the rules for Smash. It, yeah. So Byleth would have been great in the middle because then people would have just been like, Eh, I don't really like Byleth. Who's the next one? Oh, it's Banjo! Ah, it's yeah, that'll be good. That's a good idea. So, be... Yeah, then you would have had uh, DQ Hero after that with some people like, I don't really care about DQ. And then, but the next one's Terry Bogart! <gasps> you know? Mm. So that's... I feel like they, sh- they shouldn't have made Byleth the last one. Like, put Violet in the game, like, fuck, we've, we already have, like, 5 million Fire Emblem characters, what's one more? Uh, <laughs> Lucina, Robin, Mars, Rob, Chrome. Um, uh, Corin. Yeah, this, this is the six. <laughs> yeah. Got them. <laughs> yeah, count. Uh, I have can... to recount. Got them. I think the most piss-off thing is that Violet does not have an ability where she summons her lesbian harem. That's but the offensive stages, thing. Stages, <laughs> stages hmm? though. Has the, but the stages has her... Has her harem. Yeah, but no, it should be part of her kit because we don't need any more, like, sword fighters. We need... I want her to be a Pokemon trainer where she's just cycling through love interests. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah... My my favorite meme out of all this was a photo of Dante and it was just like Ho's not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> also fucking Cuphead. Cuphead's in Smash too. 
like as another yeah, yeah no i mean like from that same direct they announced that cuphead as a costume for the Megana. Mm. so just so you know it's it's all good like cuphead in dante out i would have personally loved like dante or dubai even in Dante, like, okay, yeah, another anime sword boy. But what if you made him play like Marvel Dante, where he's Ooh. just got so much shit? Style switching on you remember? the go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's in DMC3 now, by the way. I, I meant to add that to the news as well. Wait, wait, can you just imagine? People were complaining about Terry in Smash because you could do his inputs. Like to do the to do super versions of his attacks, mm-hmm. so like you you could do the actual like uh Buster Wolf input from from King of Fighters, and he would do it in Smash. Can you imagine how pissed off people are going to be knowing that you have to learn jump canceling for Dante? Oof, oof, oof. Like, yeah, what is this? The whole can of worms. <laughs> And style switching, just be like, why do I have to learn to play Dante to play Dante? <laughs> but yeah, man. Mm. Oh, yes. Devil May Cry 3 is adding style switching for the Switch version. Speaking of non, no parity between ports, only I, the Switch version. I was thinking about that because this is a very Japanese game developer thing about adding extra features that they don't put in on the previous ports i guess i don't know we don't know yet if they're gonna feature edit like retroactively add the style switching on the rest of the ports but yeah right now it's just for switch oof yeah it's a good quality that, of life change it's a great quality this the only thing that makes me worry about is that probably means they're changing the enemy layouts as well because you know the enemy layouts in tree are based around like being you can defeat them with any any style equipped. So mm. the but now we don't have to care what style you're using because you have all four styles. Can't wait to see the new combo shit though. Like, cause style switching for Dante is so like when they added it in four, it was just it makes his gameplay so much better. So you know that's uh, that's the news. Fuck what? Fuck if we're gonna talk about anything else. Uh, <laughs> uh. And I think that's it. That is I the think podcast. that's it. That is a well. No, we still have a thumbnail to discuss. Oh, you know what we're going to put there? You know it. Uh, I know Hunter. it. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, was thinking Doctor uh, Switch yeah. controller, but okay. Well, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, most of you guys are dying, halfway dying of laughter. Okay, <laughs> recollect. Wait, do, do we lose that whole segment at the end? No, just the laughter. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So thumbnail discussions. Uh first of all, Doctor M was a fatal fury cap. <laughs> Oh, oh, come on. Basta. <laughs> 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 
I'm gonna say Paul. I'm get up. Okay. So that's that's very important. Uh, what's mm. this? Something about the Sony dinner. We do need to. Uh oh oh that picture uh make the picture of you holding the the twelfth uh box in front of the FF seven one. Do you do you have that picture? No, because I that, still have picture. Okay, because there was a photo session, photo movement, uh, where you can take a picture with a cardboard cloud and cardboard bearer, and you can pose oh, it no. and half and have the 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 official Sony guys take a picture and print it out. So, <laughs> of course, what I we go. Did, <laughs> what we did, we just we uh, make holes the his very prized possession, the FF twelve box in front of a cloud. So, good picture, very good. Picture. Again, that is the benchmark. <laughs> I'm gonna judge it by that. Uh, yeah. Anything else? And ah, uh, fuck. Nothing, nothing that I can think of. Uh, we can put the 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 parliament layout. <laughs> the parliament layout. <laughs> oh, and, and put uh, like uh, one bluff somewhere, just like with the caption "horse man." Horse. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's thumbnail. Uh oh, we have we have to do something gacha related because of that fucking ten minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, bit. of course. <laughs> SSR rule. That's it. SSR rule. Mm. Don't M with a mm. cap. SSR title. Oh wait. Uh, wait, uh, isn't there like the in XCOM? There's like a monument for all your dead characters or something. Not visibly. Oh okay. Um, no. I mean, it's. Hard to do in a shit post too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, no, uh, I was just asking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess we can work off that for now, and then if uh future Mac will will have more ideas. Oh, uh, and yeah, you can put like bloodborne consumed count three. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Healing okay, so... and social links. So you can follow me on Twitter at Wamerol, patreon.com slash Wamerol. I just put out an article uh, on my top, was it five? Top five games 2019. Yeah. Uh, you will you will absolutely believe what number one was. Uh, <laughs> 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 I feel like anyone now, like if you, if you ask them, your top game 2019 no one's surprised by my answer anymore um Daniel uh you can follow me on twitter at ILRT Flaky um I will be doing something next week I guess because because I have an idea for an article that involves looking back at games you know a bad luck of sort so uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. around February before the next episode. <laughs> so T two, Anan. seeing that we are now in the Chinese New Year, <laughs> so Ooh, I just yeah. want to I just want to say Gong Si Fa Chai, Jin Neng Kuai Le, Gong Si Fa Chai, 
And yeah, happy Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. And I have been Amirul Mekronos Ashraf. Not much to see about any specific work I'm working on. But what I can say Why? is that please do visit gamermatters.com. Uh, we're gonna be, we are still delivering news across Asia. Is that our tagline? I forgot our tagline. <laughs> yeah, they'll be crossing Asia. Yeah, they'll be crossing Asia. Yeah, they'll be I'm pretty sure that's someone else's tagline. Oh, um. we, we, we shall have that round table annual grand meeting soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we will have some things uh, up and running and up and cooking. But as of for now, uh, nothing much to expect except that uh, stay tuned for news. Oh yeah, impressions of Final Fantasy VII remake on in written form is also there. You might hear more about Final Fantasy XII in another future article. And also, again, if you guys have a question that you want to throw out to the panel, please either go to YouTube.com if you are listening here on YouTube, drop down on the comments below, or if you are on audio from the various podcast services, Go to anchor.fm slash dialogue and send a voice message there. Uh, your name and a question, that's enough. We won't be airing the, the voice recording. We'll just put the question in a box somewhere. Maybe we'll work or on just something send it. like that. Or just send it to one of our Twitters. That works too. That yeah. works too. And with that, this has been Dialogue, uh, the Matters Podcast. And until then... Doom's a fucking character action game. <laughs> yeah. Don't believe in all those lies.